I realized there's one thing in common and I'm telling you, everybody likes to be financially independent and it is so tabooish to speak of money. And so that's when I was like, okay, there is something here that needs some, some uh, attention for sure. The internet has made it easier than ever to start a business. Succeeding on the internet, now that's another story. The big question is, what are those who are succeeding doing differently? This podcast has the answers. Hi, my name is Lisanne Murphy. I've spent the last three years running a successful advertising agency. I noticed with certain clients, I ran into the same problem over and over again. Their offering was just not grabbing the prospect's heart and wrestling them into purchasing submission. Why? Many of these business owners were so far down the road in their journey and so in love with their product, they forgot who they were serving, missing some essential steps along the way. So I'm pivoting focus. Join me as I go behind the scenes with the most brilliant entrepreneur minds to demystify the nitty gritty marketing hacks needed to be successful before spending thousands on advertising that ultimately separate the internet legends from the dreamers. All right, today I am bringing you another bonus episode of the Marketing Matrix podcast. My guest today, Dr. Maricela Soberanis, is going to absolutely blow your mind. She is brilliant and has pursued multiple careers from anesthesia to military to real estate investing, and she didn't stop there. Tune in for the full story. Welcome to the Marketing Matrix Podcast. I'm your host, Lisanne Murphy, and I am joined today by the incredible and talented, and this this woman has just gone after her dreams. I'm so excited to announce her, Miss Maricela Soberanes. Maricela, thank you so much for coming on the Marketing Matrix today. Thank you, Lisanne. Thanks for having me. This is uh, definitely an amazing way to connect and network, so I'm super excited to be a part of your uh, podcast. Oh, we are so excited to have you. So for, for those that don't know, so Maricel and I were actually connected through an event that we are both present at today called PodMax, uh, produced by On Our Brands. And we're so excited to have met through that um, and, and to be a part of events where it brings people together that we might not have met otherwise. And so I'm really excited to get to know her and have you guys get to know her today. So I want to introduce this incredible entrepreneur and then give her a chance to just blow our minds today with everything she has to share. So Maricela is a first-generation Mexican entrepreneur at heart, and she migrated to the United States after earning a business degree in her native country. She was handicapped by the inability to speak English, but she worked diligently to overcome it. She put herself through school, earned a master's degree in science, and a doctorate degree in anesthesia practice. She then joined the Naval Reserve Force and served overseas as an anesthesia provider. I bet you have so many amazing stories. Like, this is so fun. In the background, she self-taught herself the real estate business and built a rental portfolio. She and her husband currently self-manage their mixed portfolio consisting of single-family homes, small multi-living, residential, commercial, and has started to diversify by participating in syndications and joint ventures. After years of mentoring others, she is now on a structured mission to divulge financial literacy as a way to give back and help others to reach their financial independence. So, and we're going to be focusing a ton today on the financial literacy side. So Maricela, you, it sounds like by your, 
bio, you have lived like three or four lifetimes. And so we're so excited to learn about your journey today. Again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Lindsay. Um, it is funny that you highlight that. I have friends that told me, it sounds like you have like two or three different lives. <laughs> and um, it, it is one thing that I want to highlight here. Um, I, so about a couple of years ago, I kind of kept my life separate. Like I have my Navy family, friends, and I have my real estate type of networking, and I have my medical community. So I just kept it separate. It wasn't until I started like linking, like sharing what I do in a deep, in the different environments, I realized there's one thing in common. And I'm telling you, everybody likes to be financially independent and it is so tabooish to speak of money. And so that's when I was like, okay, there is something here that needs some, some uh, attention for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm really excited to focus on that. And um, I, I think that it's really cool how you say that your, your, the pieces of your life came together and you realized that there was a common theme throughout all of them. And I think that when you find that common thread, that's really an indicator that you found your passion um, and that you found what your mark is supposed to be on the world. So I, I'm really curious though, before we dive into the financial piece specifically, what inspired you to keep making these changes? Um, I mean, cause like most people that would, that are working in anesthesia, like they do that their entire lives and like, that's their career. And it just is what it is. Like what inspired you one, first of all, to get, um, an advanced education. And then two, what inspired you to leave it to, to enter into the entrepreneurial world? Yeah. So I think that entrepreneurial and me, it's, it's been there from from the beginning. I um, like you mentioned, I was born and raised in Mexico and living in the Mexico City with a very low, um, you know, wealth. You know, it was it was it was uh, to say the least, it was hard and difficult for my grown up siblings and my mom to provide just the essentials. So then that could be seen as a very harsh uh, way of growing up. However, my uh, older siblings and my mother were always highlighting opportunities where you could actually make money out of air, out of nothing. So creativity and visiting in the financials and being, in, being mindful with your money was definitely a lesson that I learned early in my life. I remember with my sister going to uh, garage sales and she will purchase distressed toys and then she'll have nail polish and we, we repaint them and give them life and we make them pretty again and we turn around and sell them. And I remember seeing the power of having money or having nothing and then making it fun and then earning an income. Um, so that to me was like, if you look through the world and everywhere you find yourself a chance and an opportunity to make some kind of uh, income and it doesn't have to be about money but it can be about buying time back so i am a minimalist way of living so the less things that i have to keep up with it, it frees up my time and by that definition i'm already ahead of many people that occupies their time with like you say boats or big houses or i don't know but everybody is this what you enjoy 
and it's what it's important to you that you should treasure like nobody should follow my steps or my ways of living just because it works for me it has to make sense for you because when you find that passion when you find what's important to you it doesn't matter what obstacles you come across you're gonna make it happen so back to when my vision uh, especially coming to the states it was First, I came to the States because somebody told me that I couldn't speak uh, English, that I could never speak English the way they spoke it. And uh, they were educated in the States. It, this was when I was already in the um, uh, office type of the work business side. So I came across with one of my bosses and he was uh, he went to the university in, in the States. And so he was very fluent. And I remember clearly the day that he called me into the office and we were gonna be taking talking about a project that we had going on and he was finished up a call and it was in English and and I just kind of stood there and listened and I was like oh my god but this is so powerful how come I cannot do that and I, I, I mentioned I um, I one of these days I'm going to get myself better in learning and, and practicing do you mind practicing with me and he's like oh I don't think you can do that so that was just like the fire under my feet to prove that I could do it. So uh, yeah, I came to the States with $100 in my pocket. I didn't know anyone here. I didn't really have a plan B or, you know, I didn't have a plan B to go back and, you know, start doing Duolingo maybe. <laughs> but um, I was full of dreams and my goal and my mission was to like, first of all, learn English. And then after that, um, put myself to school, achieving the highest education on whatever um, specialty that I choose. And um, that's what I did. But at one point you keep going and you just keep paddling. I was in survival mode. That's just making it happen. And uh, first generation, you will find this and uh, other um, people that kind of find themselves in this position. We are just hungry. We don't know anything but our dreams. And that's what kept me going. I just needed to find myself in a position that I could own my time. And I did everything that I knew, uh, borrowing from the advice from other people that knew how to how the system works here, uh, uh, earning an education that pays well, and uh, financing my way to achieve and be paid because. As you know, there's so many degrees that you could um, earn that doesn't give you the the the, um, the income that you that then you need to pay those student loans, right? Uh, so I, learning from the the uh, environment here, I just I was in a survival mode and I just kept going. I still practice, um, but I practice on my own terms, and that again is the freedom that I that I feel like I reached. And um, you're right, I took on the real estate investment, which again, we are we are very well established. And now we are switching to more passive ways of income syndications and not necessarily answering calls for maintenance, but we still have our portfolio of 35 units, 35 doors that we self-manage. Uh, but again, we find ourselves and like, we are here, now what? Now what is the next step? Now we're in a way to give back. And yeah, that's kind of where you find us this I love day. it. That's amazing. Okay. So like what, one thing that I really pulled from your story is that you said you were hungry for, to reach your dreams and to find success. And so with every, with every, um, next thing that you tried, you're considering, you're, you're constantly asking yourself, what's the next thing? 
what's the next thing? What's the next level of growth? What's the next level of independence? What's the next level of impact that I can have uh, in the world? And that, and that comes from that hunger that you say. Um, and so that's, that's just an amazing, amazing piece of your story that, that I pulled from that. So tell me, tell me more about this financial literacy piece. Um, the, uh, I, like you said, a lot of people look at financial literacy differently and that there's a lots of different goals that you can have with your finances. So, so, so I would love for you to just go through like, what's your philosophy uh, of with, with financial literacy? Yes. Uh, so again, it, everybody likes to make money. Everybody likes, would like to be financially independent, right? But finding first where you are in the spectrum of financial dependency to financial independence, there is a spectrum that we all go through. And the first step that we ask um, our audience is to identify where do you find yourself in that spectrum? Are you financial dependent still? What are the steps that you need to take then to become independent? Uh, so first of all, defining what is independent for you. You need to know your budget. You need to understand your income and your expenses. So those are the baby steps that anyone, anyone should be, uh, be aware of. Where is my income coming from? Where am I spending it on? What is my network? Even if you don't, you don't feel like you don't have no assets or you don't have any properties or investments, you do have a network. And it's not until you take the time to understand it and to find yourself in that spectrum of, again, financial dependence to financial independence and even a, a after independence, what's out, what's out there after? Then you have financial um, wellness where you can then turn around and give back. So for us, it's important to, so we've been, again, as um, my husband and I, he's been in the Navy 26 and a half years, now retired. Um, we find ourselves repeating the same concepts to, to people that approach us uh, or that we seek out. And um, so we decided to put this, structured way to communicate and, and make it a standardized way. Again, military folks here, uh, writing SOP standard uh, operating procedures to truly uh, uh, help others to identify where they find themselves in the spectrum. How, do, how can they develop a plan? How can they direct their actions to, to reach the, the state of financial independence? How can they diversify their income? So let's see if you have one source of income, can we find all, any other, like there's creativity again, having the entrepreneurial glasses on and we truly take a look of what you do to produce another source of income. And it could be delivering pizza, delivering Uber or driving around. There's so many options these days that, that anyone should not be just limited to one type of income, one source of income. So again, diversifying your, your income and then diluting anywhere that you go to invest, you're going to have risk. Every, everywhere that you put your pennies are going to have a risk. It's, a coin has three sides, right? The, the, the risk and the, and the rewards and the ones around is the ones that you can control. So when you identify those risks and you're looking, of course, for the rewards, then we want you to dilute those risks. And the way that you can do it is, in our case, real estate, you have to know how to speak the language of real estate. You have to know what the good assets are. You have to know how, uh, at, at, how to stress a deal or analyze a deal. So if you decided to do gold or investing or any other investment, understand that. Learn that language so that they can do can 
read a book and truly understand the message because there are so many people very successful and very knowledgeable that already wrote everything we need to know to reach our financial independence and whatever asset that you pick. But if you don't speak the language, you're going to find yourself like I found myself when I came to the States, handicapped. And you cannot digest that knowledge and put it into practice if you don't simply don't understand that language. So again, diluting that, that risk is learning the business and then discipline yourself. Once that you build a pile excuse me, of savings, you put it into work and then discipline yourself so that you can read, rinse and repeat. And that is all, well, that's, that's it. Once that you did it once and you did it successfully, even if you didn't make money, you learn so many lessons that they, you can like streamline to the next step. And then you're just gonna rinse and repeat. That's it. It's that simple. And then the, I would say the most advanced is a do good. So teach others how you got there, share your, your, uh, your way of living, your give back. For us, this doing good is giving back. So that's, that's kind of the spectrum of, or, or, um, structured way of uh, providing that financial education to others and mentoring them. That's cool. So what were some of the experiences that you had in your life that helped you realize this financial literacy and financial freedom framework? Yeah, so it goes back to growing up with what somebody can define like nothing. Again, I had the love of my family. I had the, the time with my, my siblings and my mother. Um, so I wasn't poor. I was rich in mindset. And that's what it takes sometimes. Even if you don't have the tangibles, it is a mindset that you put yourself in and, and you drive yourself towards that positivity. It's not going to be, you cannot be lying to yourself. If something is truly wrong, you have to acknowledge and fix it, right? But it, it, a lot of being where successful, a lot of uh, where achieving comes from being in the right mindset. The opportunities are going to come to you, but if you're not in the right mindset, they're going to come and go, and you're not going to be able to grab them. And another thing is being prepared. Um, yes, entrepreneurial is fun. It's, uh, it's, it's awesome to be kind of your own boss, to kind of be creative, and you really re release all of those um, the creativity in you taking all those risks but hey you know what it's fun it's fun right but you have to be prepared you cannot live on that dream neither so being prepared again being in the right mindset being prepared the opportunity comes to you you are ready to grab it and put it into action uh, until you reach that you probably are going to go through life letting so many opportunities go through and um and not take advantage of it I hope that's, I answer your question. Yeah, no, that's so smart. Okay, so I have a, I have an idea, and I've never I've never done anything like this on on the show before, but I have an idea. So like you went through your whole framework, which is great, but I think it'd be really helpful to like walk through an example. So, can we create um, like a like a sample person that you would take through the framework, or even me, if you want to experiment on me, um, and let's let's take either me or or this sample person through your financial literacy framework so people can see see how it works and, and have some of those concepts stick for them. Does that sound like fun? Think we should do it? Yes, absolutely. I actually, if you don't mind, I can share this uh, specific example um, with a subcontractor that I have. We have working on a project right now. And Let's I do was, it. Yeah, uh, so, and I just, 
make some numbers, you know. So, and he actually did the calculations and saw it, and, and he's like, okay, this is transformational. I want to do this. So, um, so first, you know, he's he's working, he's um, and he's being trained on electrician. You know, he's still in the mentorship portion of it, so he cannot build us as an electrician, but he's doing the work because he's uh, under somebody else, right? So I said, why don't you start your LLC and start building, I mean, building your business. And, uh, you know, so anyway, so I said, let's just suppose that you build your business. Now you can make deductions, right? Because you're going to be able to claim your expenses. Then you can open a retirement account and you can put money aside for your, for your investments later on. Because right now he doesn't have one. But then also that's going to create an expense to your company. So we run all the numbers and, and how that um, will benefit him and how the tax, the taxation of the total value and his, his fictitious um, salary was $50,000. You know, that's something, uh, just rounded numbers. And without the company, without the incorporating as an LLC or as a business and treating himself as a business and taking advantage of the retirement uh, accounts and, you know, deductions. Um, he was able to like have his paying taxes just by doing that exercise. So in, in him, we did the discovery. That's what he called. Let's do a discovery call. Let's, let's find ourselves. What, what, where are you right now? And where can you go? Then the direct action. So, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to go and apply for an LLC. We need to create you an account, this and that. So we gave him that actions that he needed to take, right? He needed to redirect his actions. And then he thought about, uh, well, he said, well, my brother, he can come and do business with me. He does flooring. I'm like, okay, you, you just created another source of income because you are going to charge him partial for finding the people, right? You know, you're going to get this percentage, but he also is going to benefit from it because he's going to bring, you're going to bring him business. So you can charge that uh, uh, fee for him and he can bring other subcontractors. Then you in a way are a bigger company that are bringing your own subcontractors so that he's diversifying because now even, even if he doesn't have a job as an electrician, he can have other subcontractors bringing money in, right? Now he's going to dilute. We talked about, okay, you need your insurance. You need to make sure that I understand the business. You bring in people to work out. These are your risks, right? So you're going to learn what the other risks are. You're going to learn how much insurance is, what kind of insurance you need. And so that was diluting his risk. He needed to understand the business and then he needed to take uh, actions to mitigate those, those uh, risks. Then, then I said, then all you need to do is build up on that credit for the account. You want to like rinse and repeat. Again, the same system that you implemented to get you at the beginning, you want to just keep on going. So you find contractors, you find uh, investors, you go to meet up meetings so that you can find people that they need the contractors. You're going to bring your team and you're going to put them to work pretty much. And again, you're creating a revenue for you by doing that, right? And then, and then when you're done, and even while you're doing it, do good. You're gonna you wanna make sure that you treat your team right. You're gonna pay them in time. You're gonna get them good business. And that was it. That, that that's what you structure. And then you keep doing that for five, ten years, and you build your wealth. And then and then the next step was like, then we can buy you a house. You can renovate. And then that's your first asset, right? Then we can build you a portfolio or a rental portfolio. So that was kind of the one of the implementation. But it, again, it can work with somebody that has a lot of debt that they're trying to get out of debt or just simply 
are yeah recovering from uh, bad decisions that they might um, yeah <laughs> I love that example because like you didn't have him even like you didn't he didn't even really learn a new skill like I mean he needed to learn the skill of managing his team but like in terms of the hard skill that he was selling and giving value to his customers and his clients, he didn't learn a new skill, but you helped him think about it differently and restructure it in his mind so that he wouldn't just be working for somebody else, but his business would be working for him. I love that so much. That's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it is important to know that everybody's situation is different. So yes, there are some um, books that people can read and you know that they're they're kind of encompassing all but the way we do it is we took with that person's needs and situation like and we can make it work we can redirect you because everybody has some sort of success and everybody what is sometimes allowing others to come and give you their perspective and you don't have to implement that uh that uh, plan but that just gives you a second set of eyes to say maybe this this will work and I literally, we walked through the numbers as far as the income and, you know, the advantages that he can, uh, you know, create for his family. And yeah, he's definitely taking action. And it's just so accelerating, so like inspiring to just see that now he's all excited talking about, about the plan with his wife and he brought his brother into the meeting so that, you know, they're incorporating. And it's just, again, this is, this is what brings, um, uh, this makes all of this work that we do behind. Um, pay back and that, that's how we feel about making the difference or hopefully that he makes that shift in his mindset of working for himself and creating a, a network where he can actually teach his kids and, and keep on carrying that as a um, legacy. I love that. So what's your goal with this financial literacy framework? Like, are you wanting to put it into a course or do private coaching or uh, are you not going to sell it and you're just going to do it as your way to give back? Like, what's your, what's your big plan with this? Uh, you know, um, as we are um, building this networking and uh, we're recording some of the content already so we can put it in a way. A lot of people ask us, where can I review this? You know, you just talk about all this big network, the net worth and calculating and, you know, the sources that we use for like books that we read. Um, so we are recording this and we are uh, going to be releasing a pod, uh, podcast soon. Don't have a time yet, but uh, it's going to be called Mind Your Money. And um, so we are recording the content and hopefully leaving it as available for, for everybody to, to listen and share. And the, the private coaching or life coaching, what you call it, it's going to have to be an, a, a non-scalable, I would say, just uh, personal basis because we really want to make sure that we capture what uh, everybody's situation as specific as, as possible. And um, so, yeah, the, sharing that information over the, the podcast and sharing it on the um, blog and then doing the one-on-one -on -one sessions. Cool. I love it. I love it. And, and do you have, who on your team is helping you with this? Like, are you, do you work with any family members or is it a team that you've pulled together of people over the last several years? Like who, who's helping you push this dream forward? So yeah, it's uh, my husband and I, uh, again, he has an MBA. He's really good with numbers. So when people come and start bombarding with numbers, I'm like, wait, 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 let me get the, <laughs> the number, the number person in. 
So he's really good and number wise and you know strategies like that. And then we have a, a assistant that runs all the background type of media and stuff. But definitely need help with that. And um, I, I, we do this for free. We have a non for profit this um, um, business that we are if the person wants to donate um, from receiving the services, the profits from that are going to be allocated to bring um, medical uh, in community wellness missions and outreach events to Mexico. Uh, again, this is a way for me giving back to the place where I was born and raised. And uh, we'll do it all. The plan is to do it all from the uh, in earnings from this and other events, um, writing a book about my grandma and anything that comes from that, it will definitely be directly going into just sharing the educational portion of reaching financial independence. and. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of our model right now. That's amazing. I love it. Do you ever sleep? <laughs> I I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. I love that. Um, okay, so if you let's see, if you could go back and speak to your teenage self, like knowing what you know now and all of the amazing things that you've been able to create and and um, all the people that you've helped. And if you were to go back and talk to that girl in Mexico, that, that little girl in Mexico City, what would you tell her? Wow, that's powerful. <laughs> that's a very powerful question. Um, don't give up. Don't give up. Have resilience and uh, keep your shoulders back and your chin up because when there's a dream, there's a desire, there's actions to be taken. There's no time for sleeping. Well, yes, you sleep, but <laughs> like being uh, passive and there's that you cannot afford to do that so keep paddling uh don't give up your dreams is sometimes all you have i love it that is so powerful and i, I love that keep your shoulders back and your chin up right uh, there are there are always always opportunities that are coming for ahead of us and and um I, I, I like to think that every day is like a, is a brand new opportunity to choose, but sometimes we, we let the past um, taint our present and our future. Like we let the past hold us back. Um, and I don't know if you've struggled with that, but if you have, like how, how have you gone over, gotten over that and just looked forward instead of being stuck in the past? Um, you know, that's a, that's a very interesting question. Um, we all have things happen to us. Life happens to all of us. And at one point, you might not have the control because you were too young or because the situation that just kind of mandated that you were not in control. But at a time, you do decide to be in control or not. And so it's up to you. You have to acknowledge. You have to heal if there's something that is pulling you back. You have to acknowledge it. and give it time to heal it but then you have to um use it whatever however you want to use it but i will say use it as a propelling um motivation so whether somebody did you wrong whether some circumstances happened to you that only hurts you once that person or that event only only hurts you once but you decide to let it hurt you more than once and again, it's a mindset that you have to assume. And uh, when you revisit that, that uh, experience, it's up to you to let it hurt you again or, or, or be as a, a propelling towards your success and to, towards the person that now you decide to be. 
I love that. That is, that is wisdom. That is straight wisdom right there. So good. So good. Okay. Um, and is there, is there anything? So, so the audience in, in my podcast are usually online entrepreneurs um, and those that are either beginning or even an established business, but are trying to understand marketing tactics uh, in order to grow and scale their business. Do you have any, what advice do you have when it comes to growing a business since you have, since you have multiple businesses that you've created? Um, what, what is, what is, what would be your advice to someone who's wanting to grow their business? Well, that's why I listen to your podcast because I get all the goodies there. But, uh, so as, as far as growing the business, uh, and you have all this, um, networking that it's uh, so powerful as far as like the techniques that you share in your show. And I'm not just like highlighting this, but everybody, if you're listening to this and you're not subscribed, please do because you come up with so much content in, in your podcast um, that is helpful to business like like um, like my small business, right? So things that I've done consistently and my end is uh, reaching out, uh, being uh, continuously, uh, like, you know, even if it's once a month, put something out there. Uh, people like that connection and reconnection and being vulnerable which I didn't learn that until later on as, as far as like keeping my, my business divided, right? My life separated, segregated in a way. Um, but when you're willing to share something um, that makes you so much real to your audience, um, that helps. Uh, keeping discipline as far as, again, I cannot just go without highlighting that, knowing your budget, knowing your, your assets that you have. Again, time is a huge asset. So, cash out on that, you know, add value to others in any ways that you can, um, you know, your time can be so valuable to others. So network with others, add value to their mission. And, and eventually it's like karma that will, that will pay back to your mission and share your mission, uh, you know, and that mission might change as you, as you evolve and grow in your different business but share that it, because that is a way to hold you accountable in front of the eyes of, um, of others. Um, so we are part of a mastermind group. And uh, until six months ago, we were just paddling, trying to make our business go. And, 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 you know, and then you forget about what's out there. You have to have that vision of three years, five years. And that's where all this divulgent information, financial information came about because we, we then, took the time to step back and look at the whole picture. So it, once in a while, even though you're in an everyday operations in your business, step back and then get the input from other people that are like-minded and you'll be surprised how that um, gets you ahead of looking and thinking and really looking at what your mission it is for you as a person, not just your, your work or your day-to-day -day business. So step back and, and, and see um, and integrate others' opinion network. Is, that's gold, right? Um, we all know that. So yeah, those are some of the things that I would highly, highly advise to all of our entrepreneurs. Um, I love colleagues. it. That's so good. So good. Okay. So and, and since you've listened to my podcast, you know that I love to ask guests this question. Uh, but what small marketing strategy or tactic has made the biggest difference in your business? I listened to your show because I want that information. Now, uh, the small tactics, again, is I'm, uh, I really wasn't heavy on Facebook, but I have been doing 
Facebook Live and just chatting with my with my audience and sharing a little bit about myself. Like we are renovating, so I'll share about the renovation. If I'm doing a, a workout challenge, I'll share that. I think that to me, it's, it really feels like it's gaining a little traction. So, um, so that just be present and be consistent with your with your messages. I love that. Be present and consistent. That's something I've been thinking a lot about because your audience needs to know that you are a real person and that you're going to be there for them and that you're going to be consistent. So those are, those are super powerful tools. All right. So what, so just a couple more questions here. What, um, what has been the biggest internal transformation that's occurred for you in your, in your entrepreneurial journey? Transformation definitely has been, um, ones that I achieved, like I personally felt like fulfilled, I was content and I was, like I said, I've climbed the mountain and I was out there. To me, it was like, now I look around and I'm like, okay, how do I share this great feeling? How do I leave that behind? Because we all gonna die. I just saw myself as if I die right now, like if I trip and go down the mountain, I'm probably gonna be dead by the time I hit the bottom. What am I leaving behind? who and how is people going to remember me? So that's when the transformation occurred from being selfish, like I want to do for myself, now to do for others. Um, and that's the, the last D of our model, the six Ds, right? That do good. So you turn around and said, okay, I am done with my own self. Like I want to share it now. This is the time for me to share, to build others. And that was a huge, huge transformation because I was always kind of, of course I did, I, you know, try to do wrong. I did that right, you know, and this is good for my family. And, but sometimes you have to look at what is not my obligation, but I still want to do it. And that's, that's been a huge transformation. So awesome. I love it. And it's so powerful. And I love the analogy of, of the journey that we're on is in climbing a mountain. So how can people find you on social media, follow you, see your journey, learn from you about financial literacy and real estate? Like how do people find you? So our website is from financial survival to financialindependence.com. You will find the blog there and you can connect there. On um, Instagram is from financial survival to financial independence, FI for financial independence, and same for Facebook. Um, or you can just find me and uh, friend me on Facebook. Marisa awesome. Lanzo-Beranes. I love it. I love it. You say your name way better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. Well, this is Maricela Soberanes. We are so blessed to have her on the Marketing Matrix today. Thank you so much for sharing your heart and sharing your talents and sharing your dream and your passion that you have and your desire to help people. Like the biggest thing, honestly, that I've taken from you today is um, that you are wanting to use all of the skills that you've gained to give back to the people around you. And that is so inspiring. So thank you for bringing your heart and your love for, for others and your, your hunger, your insatiable hunger uh, for bringing that on the show today. Thank you, Lisa, for having me, and I really appreciate it. You're so kind. I appreciate you. Thanks so much for joining us for this bonus episode of the Marketing Matrix podcast. Next week, we will return to our regular scheduled episodes that y'all love so much. In the meantime, we always want to continue the conversation about marketing in our Facebook group. The group is called Facebook Ads for Coaches, Course Creators, and Lifestyle Ecom Brands. Join us at facebook.com slash groups slash FB Ad Ninjas. Can't wait to see you over there. 
Do not forget to subscribe to this podcast. Let us know you love it. Rate it. Subscribe. We want to hear from you. Let us know. Give The Marketing Matrix some love. And make sure to continue to get updated on all the gold that's coming at you every single week. All right. See you next week.